Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. now i'm really hung over today so there's a lot of things pissing me off so yesterday i was quite happy but everything's got on my tits today people who hang around pret you know what i mean who don't buy anything those people on dickinson's real deal who look through those little slots you know what i mean they piss me off you know what i mean when they're like david dickinson i mean he's trying to hold it all together this show and they give him nothing, do they? Those people looking through. Do you know what I mean? Explain it. Well, it's Dickinson's real deal. When people come in there with shit that they're trying to say, and then he says, do you want to go to auction? And then there's just members of the public looking through the slats, just staring. And, like, Dickinson's... <laughs> David Dickinson's trying to be upbeat, and, like, there was someone had a load of football programmes. He went, let's hope it's back of the net for you. And they don't even <laughs> laugh or smile. And they just sort of stare at him. And I feel, come on, help a brother out. He's trying... <laughs> is best. <laughs> and they're just staring at him. And then it's a bit like, um, do you remember three men and a three men and a baby? And yeah. do you remember there's meant to be yes. the ghost of a child that's in the scenery? Proper urban myth, there is a ghost of a child that's watching them and you're meant to see it if you stop the film at the right time. Well oh. the people on Dickinson's real deal. Oh yes. Isn't that like in, uh, in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? If you look carefully when they're going through the Tunnel of Love, they've drawn dicks and stuff in there. If you, like, pause and freeze frame it, <laughs> whoever did the kind of, like... It wouldn't have been CGI then, but, yeah, they're supposed to be kind of, like, rude daubings on the walls of the Tunnel yeah. of Love. <laughs> yes, it's just like that. Well, that's what Dickinson's real deal's like. Because I, I'm saying to Paul, I said, can you see a child looking through that gap? And he's like, yes. And it's just, uh, yes, yeah, so that really gets on my tits. And also, I mean... You really are hungover, aren't you? 
I am hungover. <laughs> and and I, I was in prep today and just people like, you know, just... People just, just milling around, just get, you know, staring at a salad. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking buy the salad and get in the queue, you dick. <laughs> yes, I know what you're talking. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about when someone sort of stood a, like a couple of meters away from the shelves. So suddenly they're sort of in the queue, and you don't. And like they're they're blocking up the queue even though they're not queuing. And yeah, and you don't know where are you queuing. And I was so hungover, I couldn't even be bothered to say are you queuing. And then you know, and then then you have that group to the left where people are ordering frappuccinos with sprinkles, and then you've got to wait there. And I just, it's it, I have the same problem with Apple stores. And you're like, just give me a queue, a till. I love a till. Just give me a till and a cue. That's fine. Just people milling. I love a till. It's almost like they're about to start a flash mob or something. Do you know what I mean? You're going to hear some music and everyone. Just get in the queue, please. I know. And at this point, who doesn't know what they're getting when they go into a prep? It's like people perusing the McDonald's menu and then they sort of get up and go, yeah, I'm looking for maybe like a cheeseburger, maybe a double cheeseburger. It's like, it's a fucking Big Mac, mate. It's McDonald's. You know what you've come in here for. And also, queues, minutes in queues when you're hungover are like dog years. They, like every minute when you're hungover in a queue is like worth seven in normal time, isn't it? You're just like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I had a running uh, prep last week, and I don't know if um, it's a bit like when I used to be. I had a running at a prep. I did this cow because this is what this is. This is my thing with life. There's three things. When I was on Twitter, you would always get really awful trolling from someone who had a Dalai Lama quote in their profile pic. Someone with a baby on board sticker is always the shittest driver. And if you see a woman with a rolled up yoga mat under an arm, she's a cow. There is something... <laughs> there's three things. And she just had a go at me. And I thought, you know, you obviously aren't doing... You know, you're downward dogs or your chakras need really opening. But what is wrong with them? They always seem so uptight, people who do yoga. Yes! They always do. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. That's it, isn't it? It's because, because what they're trying to do is they're so they're so uptight they're so angry at the world and they're trying to stretch it out they're trying yeah. to get rid of the anger but it's not working no. whereas the guy with the pasty at the football match he's happy yes 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 so he doesn't need to go to yoga but I don't know when you see someone with a yoga mat or anything like that it always winds me up oh no, another thing listen this is another thing that um you know, Instagram, and I know there's a lot to, like, get on your... But, I mean, uh, th this is what I have a problem with Instagram. I'd, um, I put my days up. Well, let me talk about this first. I'm, I'm, I'm on the middle of a tour, and I went to Blackpool, and my friend came to visit me, and they put a picture up on Instagram. We are clearly in Blackpool. The Blackpool Tower is behind <laughs> us. The amount of comments... Oh, I love Paris. Bon vacances. <laughs> and I'm like... This is clearly, you, you haven't even, the one thing with Instagram you have to do is use your eyes and see. We are clearly, when, where is there a super drug and a bong shop on the Champs-Elysees? <laughs> <Where, laughs> 
Oh, look, there's, there's fucking Pierre sat behind me on a deck chair with a vest on and a rolled up hanky on his head. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. When do, when do you ever see in Paris cup of tea and poppers for 20p? You know, if it was 20 francs, I'd go, OK, it's an old French photo. But I'm like, the one thing you have to do on Instagram, all you have to do is like and look, and you can't even do that. And it's just, I mean, I put my dates up on um, an Instagram and I clearly put, put swipe right for more dates. Oh, why, why do you hate Northern Ireland? Oh, not playing Northampton, too big for Northampton. No, swipe right, swipe right. And, you know, you don't want to be patronising because these are people, obviously, they like you, they follow you. But, you know, it's a bit like when you have a friend come round and you're like, oh, come to the house. What number is it? 32. It's got a three and a two on the door. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you don't want to be patronising. But it's just swipe right. That's all you have to do. Just swipe right. And now, like I said, swipe right for more dates. <laughs> I don't understand. You reminded me of... When, um, when you're giving directions to a friend. I also get this when I get a delivery in, right? Now, I live in a block of, like, what do you call it? Is it a maisonette? So it's flat, upstairs there's a flat, and upstairs there's... That's a so block of flats, flat. love. Stop. That's a block <laughs> of flat a maisonette. Get over yourself. So, <laughs> he does do this. He gets ideas <laughs> above his station. I live, I live in a little chateau. Uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a block of flats. Are you one of those people that calls your house like Badger View or something like that <laughs> yes. and it's clearly a, a pebble-dashed flat, you know? <laughs> understand is I, I don't understand is sometimes if there's a package for upstairs or or the top flat I'll get a bell like oh, they'll ring the bell for my flat I open door open the door and they go oh it's for it's for flat two sorry we didn't know which one I mean the, the buttons are in fucking order aren't they obviously the bottom buzzer is my flat what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> Like, you've reacted like that once and words gone round the depot. They're like, oh, mate, if you get to deliver... <laughs> if you get to deliver to this little chateau on fucking Shepherd's Bush Boulevard, <laughs> the world's angriest man will answer. <laughs> Sorry, go on, Instagram, swipe to the right. People just were offended that I weren't going to places. But, you know, I, you know I, of course I want to go and tour and see everyone, but it, ju it just got beyond a joke, just that you swipe, just not swiping right or reading. People rather taking offence than actually using their eyes. People think that you book the tour. Oh, I know. They think that it's you going, oh, I fancy it. Oh, I think I might do a date in Shrewsbury. Yeah, come on, Shrewsbury. It's the same when I used to do Chatty Man. You know, they go, well, why don't you book Beyonce? Oh, no, I was happy with um, F Club 4. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I have nothing to do. I have nothing to do with the booking. I turn up and I go, you know what it's like. You're both comedians. You, you, it's a bun fight to find decent theatres. It's not a vendetta. I want to make money. I'm not snubbing your town. And then you must get, oh, I can't believe you're not playing here. And, you know, and it's like a fucking dump. And you're like, I'm not playing there. You're right. <laughs> People are just sitting, waiting to get upset, aren't they? They're just, you know, 
they'll be more upset to, to find out that you are going to the place that they've complained that you're not going to than if you weren't. It's like, oh, brilliant. Like an excuse yeah. to just jump on. Oh, too good for fucking, too good for Bedford now, are you, mate? I know. <laughs> too good for Bedford. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was absolutely uh, ridiculous. That's a good idea for the title of your next tour, actually. Alan Carr, the Too Good for Bedford tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, you know, on the tour, you do get people coming thinking it is Chatty Man. That's what I found on my last tour. Because when you're doing a chat show, oh, my God, someone said to me, who's on? As I went in, who's on tonight? I said, pardon? I said, it's, it's just me doing stand-up. I, said, yeah, I, I couldn't get Lady Gaga to come to Rochdale, funnily enough. <laughs> what, do you, what do you get when you're in Pret? I don't like buying salads because I feel they're a waste of money. I, don't, I, like, I want to be hungry, so I will get one of those massive baguettes. And when I'm hungover, we get yes. the, um, the croquette things, you know, the ones with the ham, cheese, they're nice. And uh, oh, do you yes. get the baguette? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to be like that with meal deals. I used to get the three sandwiches. I mean, I never understood people who got the little, you know, the boots one, who maybe just got the cream cheese and the salmon because <laughs> you are actually out of pocket. <laughs> So I used to, like, just get the big old triple BLT, you know, and then the large crisps and the coat because, you know, I think it's a working class thing. I never understood 100%. people who didn't get the free. Even when you're sticking it in and you're, like, bringing it back up where you're full, you know, you still have to eat it. <laughs> Do you remember meal deal? I mean, you're younger than me, but do you remember the, the meal deal when it first came out? It was a real game changer. You oh. really thought you were beating the system. 100%. You're like, oh, my... And a, and a drink? And a drink? But then you'd work it out and you'd go, but that means the drink's free. In Tesco's, <laughs> you can get an innocent smoothie as part of the £3 meal deal, which is £2.75 on its own. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You yeah. can actually get yeah. up to about £6.50's worth of food. <laughs> I, I actually think you, you two are going to be on side on this. I think you're going to agree with me. These people, when you, when you say to yourself, do you know what, I'm going to do a good thing today, and instead of getting a Diet Coke or a Coke or a Coke Zero, I'm going to get an innocent smoothie. So you go, all right, some fruit, smoothie, fantastic, you're drinking your mm. smoothie, and then someone goes, do you know, actually, there's quite a lot of sugar in that, there's actually more sugar oh, in that than yeah, there is, than, no, than there is no, a, a pack no. of Haribo. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> I'm trying to do my best here! <laughs> They always say that, don't they? I know, I know. And I'm sure it's owned by a massive company and a conglomerate or something, but I just want a bit of... Listen, I'm having fruit. Leave me alone. This is a big deal for me. Just don't spoil it. People love pulling those facts out, don't they? Yes. What, what kind of smoothies do you like then? Because I, I got some. I was being quite healthy and I got some maca. Have you heard of maca? It's yeah. Peruvian root. Is it cho like chocolate powder? Is it, what's it called, Paul? Is it maca or matcha? Matcha. <laughs> and I put, I, put, I, put, I put two scoops in and then I looked on the internet. Gives you hard on. <laughs> And I was worried, I was worried about leaving the house because I didn't, well, you know, I was, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of um, carry-on films and I was obviously, you know, I really didn't want, especially if I'm on stage and then you, you hear, you hear a swanny whistle and then... <laughs> but apparently if you put it in, it's quite nutty, but I mean, I was, I was worried. I 
I've never been aroused on stage. Have you? Come on, lads. Can we have lads chat here? Have you ever? Have you ever got hard on stage? I've never. I, have you ever? No. <laughs> oh no, I've never. Have you ever? Okay. Have you ever? Have you ever blown off? Yes, oh, I've done that. Y- yeah. I- I've, I've, done that on, I've done that on Chatty Man where someone's come down and as I've got up, I've started and it stinks. And then they smell it and you smell it and then you're like, oh, no, no, no. It's horrible, isn't it? I think I might have had one before a gig that I was worried wasn't going to go down before, before stage time, but I've, I've, I've always managed to... Uh... I think the nerves, have, <laughs> the nerves have sufficiently kicked in to kind of... It's like the mental equivalent of a whack with a cold spoon. <laughs> <laughs>